This episode of Made My Day is brought to you by you. Visit patreon.com slash mmdcast and support us today. Hi folks, how you doing? This is Made My Day, the show that celebrates the little wonderful miracles in life. Uh, my name is James Kennison, and this uh, show is recorded live uh, November 15th, 2015, just days away uh, from an entire year since we've recorded our last episode. Um, this show is a lot about um, folks like me who maybe struggle with finding good things in their day-to-day lives. It's so easy to see the negative, and it's so hard to focus on the positive. It is more easy to, uh, to, to put somebody else down than it is to find something to build them up. I don't know. I think it's human nature. And so to combat that and to help myself pull myself up out of the mire and muck that is depression, I have decided... Uh, to do this show again, to find that one wonderful thing every single day that makes that day worthwhile. Because even on the worst day, even on the worst day, you can find something that will make that day worth it. So I decided last Saturday that I would do that. And I've written down several things. And that's what this show is about. It's for me, for me, it's about going through those things and celebrating them. For you, hopefully, it's about being inspired to do the same and to look for those things, especially on those hard days, especially on those days where you wonder, why have I done you know, what I've done? Why am I stuck where I'm stuck? Um, or, or, or just maybe why is nothing going my way? Uh, maybe you will be inspired to find those things and share them with us. You can send those things to mmdcast at gmail.com. All right. So Saturday, last Saturday, it was a friend of ours uh, birthday. Her name is Tiff or Tiffany. And what makes this birthday unique is several things had happened in order for us to be there to celebrate it. First of all, we had to move from St. Um, <laughs> St. Petersburg, Florida, all the way to St. Louis, Missouri, which we did about four and a half uh, to six months ago, somewhere in there. It's a little blurry. Um, we had to uh, partner and connect with our new church. It's called Novation Church. It's a it's a home group based, uh, you know, second chapter of Acts type of type of group, uh, or maybe Acts, maybe the whole thing. Um, and uh, we had to basically get away from our old life, which was where I had to quit my job because of depression. And I had to face people that really didn't know how to respond and react to me anymore because I had gone from this person with a ton of personality that had ministered to their children who had been there on Sundays and Wednesdays and, and all these things. Uh, and, and yet when they bumped into me in the store or in Walmart or anywhere else, they didn't know what to say. And I wanted to hide. So we left all of that. And now we got new people. New people. And one of those people was Tiffany. And we had her birthday at uh, a local bowling alley, which bowling alleys always trip me out. Even the best of them, uh, they all seem like they were built right about 1955, you know? Uh, I know there's newer ones, but the ones I always end up at have a lot of neon and some weird angles in their uh, in their architecture. But um, all I'll say is this. While I was there, different people, I, I wasn't having a good day. 
okay? I was not having a good night, rather. And so I brought my art tablet, and I sat down, and I started drawing and inking in some comics. And, you know, one by one, folks would come by and, and just visit and, and ask, talk to me for a second. Oh, are you drawing something? Blah, blah, blah. And I realized something that we've been missing for quite a while, and that is we got people. We got people again. We got folks we got friends. We have people that care about us. And there is just something unique about this group that I'm a part of um, in that everyone there has suffered. Everyone there is broken. And so there is no one there fronting like they're more religious than anybody else. There's no one in there that's judging other people for struggling. And so suddenly I went from what I feel like was the bottom of the deck to somewhere right to the middle to right at the top. Um, and, and I haven't even had to change a bit. It's just because the people that have surround that I've surrounded myself with and who have come around us and my family, they're, they're just more like Christ, um, than the folks that before who were basically only into me if I was doing what they needed me to do. And that's the thing about depression and bipolarism is sometimes you can do what folks want you to do and need you to do. And then other times you straight up cannot. And it's terrible. It's especially for people with my personality who want to, you know, do things properly and, and be consistent and have people want to, you know, depend on you and, and be able to depend on yourself. Um, so right now where we're at, I'm not 150% there yet. I'm a lot closer than I've ever been. Uh, but when I have to sit in the back of the service and not talk to anybody, um, I don't get a buttload of people coming around me asking me what's wrong um, and, and trying to, you know, cast demons out of me or whatever. So uh, I, I appreciate that. It's nice to have people. That's what I took away from, from Saturday. It's, it's not just nice. It's, it's amazing. It's a miracle. Um, so Sunday, um, uh, oh, it was a small thing, but it's a huge thing. We had, we had a missions weekend, uh, in our tiny little church. And that meant, but mostly we went to my friend, Pastor David's uh, house is right next door to mine. And he would have these different missionary families over and we would feed them. And, and then we would, he, they would tell us their story and what they do for people in different places. Some of them were urban missionaries. Some of them were campus missionaries. Some of them were missionaries that are going to the Congo and hadn't even been yet, but were working their way there and changing their entire life to go. And, um, and it was pretty neat. Well, one particular night, I, I got there first, and I had, and my my kids weren't there or anything. My wife wasn't there, uh, but a lot of other folks were. And I introduced myself and got introduced to the to the missionaries and all that. And and somebody mentioned, "Where's Jen?" And I'm like, "She's next door." And uh, when Jen came in, and and in order for you to know what I'm about to tell you and why it makes a difference, I'll tell you, I'm like 270 freaking three pounds. I'm not a little guy and, um, and I'm about five ten. So yeah, it, I'm not proud at all, but that's just where I'm at right now. And, um, and so anyway, you know, my wife comes in and she's real thin. She's real pretty. She's real professional looking. She's awesome. And somebody said, one of the uh, missionary people said, is that your wife? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is. And, and you can just kind of see on their face like, wow, I didn't expect that. <laughs> Yeah, you know, him, he got her. How in the world did that happen? Well, um, I, you know, I could take it one way and say, you know, oh, yeah, I'm a fat, so it's terrible. Um, but instead, I, even if I was thin, I'm not that good looking. 
So nobody's ever expected me to have someone like her, but I do. And that, my friends, is a big May My Day. It's an MMD if you ever had one. So Monday, I got to be on the Quest for Truth podcast, and I basically got to tell my story, my story from um, the guy knew what he wanted. He, he, he asked me questions basically from, uh, from, my, from childhood, you know, coming out of a hyper-faith, name-it-claim-it type of background, and, and, and then that go, transitioning into an urban core, you know, outreach evangelism, bus ministry type of thing and working out my faith and fear and trembling. And then, uh, you know, the onset of depression and how that drove me to, to, to quit at one church to go to another only to find that it wasn't the job. It wasn't the church. It was me. It was something in me. Uh, we talked about depression. We talked about recovery. We talked about all of the ins and outs of how, where does God fit in this? And, um, it was just, it was really good. Unfortunately, I have not been sent a link to the show. So if you would like to hear my story, um, as much as I would love to share it here, I've already done that. It's on Quest for Truth podcast, and I will send a link and put it in uh, the show notes of this episode if you would look that up there on um, on mmdcast.com. And what did I say? What episode was this? It's episode uh, 29. So you can look it up right there, episode 29. So that was fun. Uh, Tuesday... Tuesday was a big day um, because something very, very strange happened. Um, something I, I don't know, I'll just get into it and you'll either get it or you want, won't. But before I get into it, I have to tell you one thing about depression. Depression, and this is what makes it hard for people to understand, it's not just a set of feelings. What it is is depression takes everything that is awesome about you and about your life, about your past, Whatever it is, even your family, if you've got a great family, it takes and switches it around and turns it against you as if your talents and your family, your job, whatever, were the worst things in the world. Let me, let me explain that by telling, telling you what happened on Tuesday. Um, I was just driving down the road and thinking like you do. And uh, I remembered a few years ago when I was doing the Southern Missouri uh, kids camp. I did two weeks of camp. I brought a team of like four people plus my daughter. And I'd never done kids camp on that level before. I mean, there were 600 kids one week. There were like, you know, 450 the next. It was, it was crazy. There were tons of people that knew me because uh, this was in Missouri where I was living in Florida. But I had, you know, operated in, in Missouri for like 10 plus years. So people knew me. Um, yeah, the kids that I used to minister to had grown up and were now being, uh, you know, youth leaders and all this. So there was all that going on. And I was thinking about this and I remembered one specific thing that I did. And that was um, when I got up on stage, I had a I had a PowerPoint set up to where I would talk to the audience, to the kids, and I'd hit a button. I had a little clicker thing, a remote and it would put up some text up on the screen and the kids eventually almost immediately learned that that was their response. Okay. So first night I'm introducing myself and I'm like, hi, my name is James Kennison, pastor James Kennison. Then I would click the button. And before you knew it, they're saying, 
Kennison, that's a weird name. Ha, you know, or something like that. And then we were bantering back and forth, me almost using them like puppets. <laughs> but um, on night two, what that turned into was a review segment like right before we got so let me see if you guys learned anything last night click oh yeah we got this pastor james okay whatever you think question number one blah, blah 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 and then they would answer it you know reading it right off the screen and they would be giggling the whole time thinking they had one over on me because every time i would look of course i had a blank screen set in motion to where i could click and look over and not see anything and, uh, but I would just be constantly amazed at how smart they were and how in sync they were and, and how kind of freaky it was, to be, be quite honest. Well, anyway, I was thinking about that and how fun that was. And, and, but what really got me was uh, a friend of mine, his name's Dennis Luce. He's a pastor. He was a youth pastor when I knew him. Now he's a senior pastor in Missouri. Um, but he, at that point, he had brought a bunch of kids uh, to, the, to the group, uh, to the camp, and he pulled me aside after one of the uh, chapels there, you know, the evening services. And he says, he says, you know, do they, what you're doing there, I mean, I'll just use his words. He says, it's kind of genius. He said, do they, but do you think that any of these people here, like any of the leadership really get, you know, how creative and unique and, 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 you know, just genius that is what you're doing that you're tricking kids into reviewing, you know, as if they know it and all this stuff. And I did there in the car driving, remembering this, what I did in front of him, because what do you say? I just smiled. And I smiled as I was driving and thinking about this and thinking about being called a genius and having somebody just, you know, really, really get what I was really trying to do there. And, um, and then I realized that I was smiling about a memory. And, and that, that was awesome. That's what made my day on Tuesday because Tuesday marked the first time in like five years, but especially in the last two and a half, that a memory from the past made me feel good. I, I forgot that they were supposed to do that because I told you at the beginning that Depression switches everything around and makes it evil. What it should have done and what it would have done normally is I would I would uh, have have gone through that entire memory and and the the outcome or the consequences would have been. But you can't do that now. That was you then, but you're never going to be that again. You suck. You're horrible. Oh, people thought you were so great. What do they think of you now? Nothing. They think nothing of you. You're never going to be. A, you know. And so that's why I said when you got a great family. It, it turns that against you and says, oh, those people, they love you so much. And what for? What can you give them? What are they doing for you? You're breaking their hearts. They'd be better off without you. I mean, just that's what it does. Um, and so for the first time, a, a memory from the past made me feel good. And that is the weirdest thing I've felt in a long time. And it was awesome. So hats off to Tuesday. Um, Wednesday uh, is a small thing. But it's a it's a big deal if you have children. My my son Jay, he's not the most um, outgoing little dude in the world, which I I appreciate and I respect. He he's not the guy that's going to get up in front of the class and do something silly to make everybody laugh. Uh, not unless he knows every single person amazingly well, because he'll do stuff around the house. Um, when he was little, we were supposed to dress him up as a little devil for church, and there was a part of the song. 
I don't remember what it was, but it had something to do with uh, I want to go this way, not the other way, pointing down. It was like a little kids' choir thing. And she, the, the worship leader lady said, dress him up, and it'd be really cute if he would run across the stage right there dressed like that. And we're like, okay, whatever. Because even then, I mean, in a year and a half or two years, he was already self-conscious, very self-conscious. Well, we dressed him up, and we taught him how to do it. We even put a piece of candy on the stage. When it time came, it just came. <laughs> hey, Jay, go, go, go. Uh, and it passed, and that moment was gone. And we had spent like twelve bucks on on you know just miscellaneous things for himself. So anyway, he's never been the real outgoing type. But his class did the chapel at their new school. They go to a little Christian um, Christian private school, and uh, he told me when he when he invited me to come, he says, "I have a very important job. I have a very important job. What is it?" He says, "I am holding the Bible." And he's seven, and that was a big deal. That's a big deal when you're seven. So me and his mom, dadgummit, we went, and we sat on third row, and we watched him hold that Bible for all of 30 seconds. <laughs> I will say this, though. He had, he, had more, um, he had more to do than the guys holding the flags, and I'll say holding in quotes because they had the Christian flag and the American flag, and we were doing pledges. You know, Jay's in the middle with the Bible. All the other guys did was put their hands on the on the shaft of the of the mast of the pole of the thing of the flag, and uh, they weren't. You know, uh, they couldn't pick them up. They they wouldn't be able to handle it, and so that was their job. Jay at least got to hold something physical. <laughs> But he was up there and he wasn't nervous and he wasn't, you know, self-conscious. And, and um, I just love that he got to do a very important job in his words. So sometimes it's not the big thing. Sometimes it's just those little things uh, that, that get you. I'm glad I got a, I got a son. Um, Thursday, um, my wife came home at 630. <laughs> and I have to tell you why that's a big deal. Ever since we moved here, she's been at a new job. And the new job is all consuming. And um, it's it's a it's it's just not the best place. You know, there, there's just a lot of work my wife has to do that other people should be helping her with. There's just a lot of stuff wrong in the in the way the place is being run. You know, I, I think everybody could could say that, yeah, there's something up at where I work too, you know, whether it's the management or, you know, the way customers are or uh, resources that aren't being shared equally or training that's not being handed out or actually having to train someone that's higher than you, making more money than you, but they won't pay you that for some reason. So, uh, yeah, she had been coming home, you know, late, like 930, 10 o'clock, you know, um, but she got home at 6.30 this day, and we got to go next door and have have dinner at, at the God Bouts. So it's, it's Pastor David's house right next door. And, um, and that was just fun. That was just a good time. It's, a good, it's good to have friends again. I have to say it again. It's good to have people. Um, and, and though we're very grateful for our job, we are looking forward to the day uh, that she has put in her, her year <laughs> so that she can go out and, and look for others. Because they moved us out here, so we kind of owe them a year. <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, Friday, um, this is the last night we'll, we'll mention, um, we, we hadn't been able to do what we usually do, and that's pizza and a movie. 
and been able to do that for a couple of weeks last weekend because I'd mentioned we went we had a, a weekend full of missionaries and stuff. But we got to sit down and have our pizza. My wife got home early, and um, we found a place here called Papa John's. It's the same Papa John's that's in Florida because we don't like St. Louis pizza. And um, so we got that, and we've been watching The Flash uh, instead of movies. But each one of them is like 40 minutes long. But uh, it's it's friendly for the whole family so far. And uh, it's it's not the greatest show in the world, but it's better than watching some, you know, like Minions for the third time in a row or something like that. So that's my week. I hope you had a great week. I hope even if you didn't have a great week that you could pull out and pinprick out those moments uh, and, and hold them in your heart. Uh, what I do, I carry around a notebook or, a, or I got a spot in my phone that I can pull up and I can tap down these things that have happened so that they won't get away because you know what? They will, they will. You'll forget all about them and you'll be like, there was something about Tuesday that was special and I can't remember what it was. So I suggest my friends, whether you ever send me in one or not, that if you're, if you're doing this, uh, write them down, you know, that way, if nothing else at the end of the week, if you're a person who prays, you'll remember to have the things you'll have those things that you can thank God for, um, instead of just petitioning him with a, with a list of uh, things you want and need. Um, so that's it. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, hopefully I'll be doing some more podcasting. If you want to hear more about me, you know what I do and who I am and my thoughts and all that kind of stuff, uh, I suggest you go to jameskennison.com and, uh, and go to check out the, the GOK. That's the Gospel of Kennison podcast, and it's basically my personal audio journal um, and uh, check out everything else that I do uh, between uh, podcasting at nlcast.com and uh, my artwork you can check out at drawyourpicture.com. We'll see you guys next week. God bless. 